Welcome back to Marriage Monday. Thanks so much for joining with me. My name is Dave Berenger, and this is my podcast to help you build your marriage one Monday at a time. Today, we are in we are in week number seven of our series called Next Level Marriages. It's been that series that I wanted people to look and just simply say to themselves, when you think of next level marriages, what are the common traits of those individuals? And so every week of this podcast, we've been trying to give you some of those traits. And the last trait that we give you today is healthy sexuality. It's a topic we don't talk enough about in the church. As believers, um, like I grew up hearing about sex in the, in the, the confines of just say no until you're married. Now, I'm not against abstinence before marriage. I'm not against that whatsoever. In fact, I believe in that. I practice that, and I encourage that. But we we just left it at that, and we really never talked about how to deal with um, sexual urges and desires prior to marriage, nor ha- did we hear about having good, healthy sexuality once that once we are married. And I'm here to tell you that the devil would love for you to engage in as much sexual activity prior to marriage, but once you're married, he would love for you to disengage as much as possible in your sexuality with your marriage partner. And so what, what I want to talk to talk about today is getting you as a married couple into a good, strong, healthy view and healthy activity of sexuality. That's important. It doesn't grieve God when you engage in sex with your spouse. It doesn't grieve God. I believe it pleases God because it gave it, he gave it to marriage as a gift. It's a gift of God to us. And so I want to give you just a, a view of Five traits of healthy sexuality that I'm hoping will challenge you and will bless you. Number one, healthy sexuality supports a relationship rather than being the relationship. I want to say that again because I want to make sure that is really important uh, for you to really get down inside of your heart. Healthy sexuality supports a relationship rather than being the relationship. I remember preaching to teenagers years ago, and I used to talk about sex frequently with the youth group, and I remember just doing a study and found out that the average sexual encounter was seven and a half minutes long. Seven and a half, that's it. And so I told teenagers that if you think sex is so important, and you think that is all it means to have a healthy marriage, then if you had sex twice a day at the rate of seven and a half minutes per encounter, the question is, what will you do with the other 23 hours and 45 minutes of your day? And you, you hear a lot of chuckling, a lot of giggling, but at the same time, a lot of teenagers, like, you know, doing that little head is turned to the side thinking about it. Sex is important, but it's not the entirety of the relationship. But we have got media, we've got movies, we've got television, we've got all sorts of things that put so much emphasis on the sexual relationship. And unfortunately, we don't see the rest of the relationship. And so we get this emphasis that says it's important. And believe me, it is very important, but it's not the entirety of the relationship. In fact, healthy sexuality should flow out of that intimate connection that you have with your spouse. Let me say that clear. Healthy sexuality will flow out of it will be an expression of the intimate connection you have with your spouse number two healthy sexuality confronts sexual hurt rather than perpetuate it healthy sexuality confronts sexual hurts Um, many people step into marriage not recognizing the amount of unhealthiness that people have in their sexual past sometimes it's because of things that they've done or committed or let's be real sometimes it's because things that have been done to them and so do not, do not, do not ignore sexual hurt. Confront it. 
deal with it. Engage in healthy acts that will get you and your spouse or your spouse in a healthier place sexually. This means you may need to get counseling. You may need to get um, some mentoring. You may need to get right information and right perspective. Man, I've met so many, so many adults in their 40s and 50s and 60s over the past couple years that, especially during COVID, COVID brought a lot of things to the surface. And I've had so many talks with people who all of a sudden sexual things from the past have surfaced that were buried underneath years of hurt or years of ignoring it. And all of a sudden the pandemic and being inside brought things to the surface. And instead of ignoring them, I was celebrating people who were ready to get healing. So when it comes to sexuality, listen, you need a healthy expression of sex in your marriage, but not at the cost of the hurts that have already happened. And so if there have been hurts, talk to each other, pray with each other, get help together. And even if your spouse doesn't want you there in the counseling session, help your support your spouse going to that counseling session and then talk, maybe do a debrief afterwards if he or she wants to do that. Be there and be fully present and confront the situation. Number three, healthy sexuality is about a mutually shared experience. It's about serving each other, not engaging in in selfish indulgence. I want to be clear. Healthy sexuality is about a mutually shared pleasure. It's about serving one another. Um, One of my favorite books, and I would recommend anybody to get it, it's called Five Sex Needs of Men and Women. It's by Dr. Gary and Barbara Roseberg. I use it in my last premarital counseling class um, uh, session, I should say. It is a phenomenal book because it's pure data. It's not opinion, it's data. And what I love is it identifies that a man's number one sex need is mutual satisfaction. Now, I bring that up because of the misnomer that just simply says that when it comes to sex, men are selfish and or that men um, are only in it for their own pleasure and their own orgasm, and that's not it whatsoever. In fact, the more that I meet with couples and talk, I begin to realize that, yes, generally, at least 51% of the time, men have a higher libido. But I'm telling you, it is less more common than you realize. I deal with a lot of couples for which the woman has the higher sex drive than the man. So I'm here to tell you that the person who has the higher sex drive, their drive is not for their own fulfillment. I bring up the book to help you understand that the drive of the higher libido person is less about fulfillment for themselves, but fulfillment that they receive when you, the other partner, the one with the lower libido, has been fulfilled, when you have experienced pleasure. Healthy sexuality is not about getting myself taken care of. It's about making sure that we are having a shared experience. And that's a way to bless your spouse. Number four, healthy sexuality seeks to have consistency instead of creativity. I want to be clear. Healthy sexuality seeks to have consistency instead of creativity. I'm not against creativity in your sexual expression when it comes to you and your spouse. As long as, number one, it would glorify God, and number two, it's agreed upon, it's a mutual agreement. And so um, it's it's just something that's got to be worked up between you and your spouse. And what do I mean by glorifying God? I'm not saying that only certain positions glorify God. Um, I've had people say, is the missionary position the only position because it sounds evangelical in its name? Not whatsoever. God has given us a lot of creativity, but when I talk about God glorifying, that means it's not selfish. It's not a manipulative approach. 
it's not do, doing something in such a way that harms the other person or makes them feel, feel threatened or um, that pressures them into, into doing something they don't agree with. That's not God-honoring. Healthy sexuality is all about consistency versus creativity. Creativity can come as a result of consistency, but it doesn't drive it. And stats have proven that couples who depend upon creativity for their pleasure end up having the least amount of pleasure. Because your, your approach is not about your spouse, it's about the creativity. But when you're after consistency, that's actually what creates deeper pleasure. What does consistency look like? Um, I've had young couples say that, hey, it's every two to three days. Um, I've had other couples say it's once a week. You got to find what works for you. Is it once a week? Is it twice a week? You got to find a consistency that works not just for you as an individual, but for you and your spouse. And let me speak to those of the lower libidos. Um, find a consistency that works for the both of you and not for your low sexual drive. For those with the higher libidos, same thing. Find what works for the both of you and not just for, for what you want and always desire. And that leads me toward number five. Healthy sexuality recognizes that it's a part of intimacy. It doesn't make up the entirety of intimacy. Healthy sexuality is a part of intimacy. It's not the entire thing. You've got um, presence that gives intimacy. Just being present with one another. You've got verbal intimacy You've got, well, presents in terms of gifts. It's Christmas week. Um, gifts. Some people find intimacy in the things that they receive because they feel valued. There's so much more to intimacy than sexuality. And so we have to remind ourselves that just because a couple has sex doesn't mean they've actually been completely intimate with one another. If you have sex but you don't listen to, to your partner. If you have sex but you don't have time for your partner other than the sexual experience. If you have sex but um, you don't do anything for each other to serve one another, I would say you might have decent sex but you don't have good intimacy. And so healthy sexuality recognizes it's just a part of it. It's not the entirety. That's all I've got for you for today. In fact, this is the last podcast of this year, 2021, and I pray that in the coming year that you would have a marriage that will go to the next level. And that next level is going to include a lot of traits, but the one today that I, that you can really put some good focus on that I believe is very God-honoring, and that trait is having healthy sexuality. Have a great day. Have a great new year. God bless, and we'll see you in 2022.